Do you work with nurses of different generations? Do you see the differences and similarities between older and younger nurses? Here on episode 69 of the Nurse Keith Show, we're talking about generational differences and how we can leverage those differences as strengths for the benefit of everyone. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Nurse Keith Show. This is episode 69. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. As always, this podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. This episode of The Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by Staff Garden, a digital healthcare company that connects nurses with high-quality employers around the United States through their private, secure, online e-portfolio. I have an e-portfolio, and there's no reason for you not to sign up over at staffgarden.com. It's free and it's secure. I thank my friends at Staff Garden for their generous support. Please visit them at staffgarden.com. I'm a member of the ProMed Network of Healthcare Podcasters at promednetwork.com, and I'm a member of the growing Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, Kevin Ross of the Innovative Nurse Show, and my pal Elizabeth Scala of the Your Next Shift podcast. Please make sure to check out RNFM Radio at rnfmradio.com. As most of you know, you can find the Nurse Keith Show at iTunes. Please do me a favor and head over to iTunes, find the Nurse Keith Show, leave a rating and review. I'm on my drive for 25 ratings and reviews. I have 15 at the moment. Would love to see some stars and a comment from you about the show. It helps other people find the Nurse Keith show. The show notes for this episode can be found at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 69. I'm happy you're here. Thanks for coming along. And I want to dig into today's very interesting topic forthwith. Like I said in the intro, on this episode of the Nurse Keith Show, we're talking about different generations of nurses working together, nurses and healthcare professionals, actually. So I'm recording this in August of 2016. And, you know, at any time of history, there's always basically three generations of workers who intersect in the workplace at any given time. So right now, heading into late 2016, the millennial generation... Those are the folks born from the early 80s until around 2000. They're now the largest living generation in the United States. They have now surpassed the baby boomers as the largest living generation in our country. So for those working in the healthcare industry right now, we need to keep our fingers on the pulse of these generational shifts because it does affect how we work together and who we're working with. So Different generations have different approaches to work. They have different ideas about company loyalty, about self-care, about all these different aspects of our careers. And we need to make sure we're aware of those differences and that they don't drive a wedge between us, but that we can actually work together and learn from one another along the way. So these demographic changes continue to have a really big impact on healthcare and on our profession, and we need to find ways to come together. So we know, of course, that the baby boomers are retiring in huge numbers, and 
We also know that the millennials, while they've surpassed the baby boomers as the largest living generation, they have also now surpassed Generation X, the generation between those two, as the largest generation within the active workforce. And I just want to point out that there's some very interesting links in the show notes for this episode if you want to read about these demographic changes. Definitely go to nursekeith.com forward slash episode 69 for those hyperlinks to some cool articles by the Pew Center and some other resources. So Generation Xers were born sometime between 1964 and 1980, more or less. I was born in mid-64, so I'm right on the cusp of the baby boomers and Generation X, and I actually personally identify more with Generation X. So a fairly large number of Generation Xers are completely ensconced in the workforce, of course, because that generation has not yet begun to reach retirement age. We're still seeing that with the younger baby boomers who are now starting to reach retirement age. So in the healthcare workplace, hospitals, community health centers, everywhere, we see Gen Xers, baby boomers, and millennials working together. And with the millennials now the largest active workers in the workforce, we need to pay attention to the differences between us. And we really need to start to look at it from the perspectives of staff development, of leadership, and ways in which cooperation and collaboration can happen between nurses of different generations who are working together. So there are tons of articles out there that talk about the differences in beliefs and behaviors between these three generations. And I'm not going to go into that a lot here, and I don't go into those differences really deeply in the show notes because there's so many resources out there, and I'm not going to reinvent the wheel for issues that the demographers and other writers out there have covered so well. However, having said that, there's one big difference that I'm sure all of you are aware of between let's say, the millennials and both of the older generations, Gen X and the baby boomers, and that's the use of technology and comfort with technological change. So for those of us who are still in the workforce who were born in the 1950s, the 60s, the 70s, and even the early 80s, or even the later 80s, we aren't called digital natives. We're not the people who were born with technology being rapidly available in our lives from a very early age. We are actually what's called digital immigrants. We've had to adapt to technology all along the way because those technologies have emerged in the course of our lives, not prior to our being born. So you digital natives out there, while you weren't necessarily born with an iPad in your hands, you were probably interacting and interfacing with these technologies from a very, very early age. See, my son was born in mid-1983, so he's an older millennial, and his part of that generation were pretty young when the internet came into being for general use and when computers entered the household. So he can remember his early childhood and even elementary school years when no one we knew had computers in their homes, and they didn't really have computers in the schools. He had to adapt very quickly, but he was a teenager at the time when that boom happened in the mid to late 90s, so it was pretty easy for him to make that leap. He was part of that last segment of that generation that had to make the leap into that technological world in the course of their lives 
And again, doing that as a teenager, that was pretty easy because it came very simply to those folks because it was part of their education from that period of time forward. His younger peers, the younger millennials, they were born into homes fully wired, fully connected to the internet with more and more different devices available to them at all times. And when we look at the folks being born now in, say, 2010, 2015, they're being born into households where there's the internet of things, where everything is beginning to be connected. So this generation being born right now is going to be even more facile with those types of technologies and devices. So we can all admit that technology has been changing in the healthcare milieu since the days of Florence Nightingale. Things have always been changing. And we know that in the last, let's say, 20 years, more or less, some of you may argue with me on that point, but let's just say 20 years, that electronic medical records and electronic health records have really hit the ground running and we've all had to play catch up as those EMRs became more universally used. So I don't need to tell you how important it is to be able to log on to an electronic medical record, to use that EMR, to have great facility with it. And if you change jobs or if your healthcare work environment changes EMRs, you need to be able to roll with the punches and switch from one EMR to the next. Some of you who are younger nurses may have noticed confusion and maybe even anger on the part of older nurses who are having to make those switches to EMRs or to go from one to another. It's a very difficult transition for some of those older nurses. And for those of you who are digital natives, for those of you who are very comfortable with technology, it's easy for you, it's intuitive for you to make that switch. So when a new EMR comes along, it's an intuitive process for you. It's kind of an adventure. You check it out, you figure it out, you see the similarities and differences between the two systems, and you make the change. For those of us who are digital immigrants, it can be a little harder and it can be a much steeper learning curve. And I'm sure all of you have seen this firsthand. I can say for myself, as a digital immigrant, I had actually adapted to and began to adopt these technologies pretty rapidly back when they happened because it was clear that it was becoming part of life. And I've developed a relative facility with technology. I'm definitely not as tech savvy as some of my peers, but I'm doing pretty well for somebody who's kind of old in my 50s. So I do my best to keep up. I do my best to help others learn along the way. And in certain jobs that I've had over the years, I've tried to become a super user with certain programs so that I can help others. However, I've seen some of my peers really struggle with these technological changes. So we need to be patient with those who have a harder time with these shifts that are happening pretty much all the time. So beyond technology... There's other differences between the generations as well. And we may see that millennials, for instance, have a very different idea of company loyalty, of staying with a job for a long period of time. Millennials might have different ideas about the value of self-care and personal time, whereas baby boomers, having had parents that, say, lived through the Depression and those periods of the 20th century that were really economically difficult might have a very different view of that. They might feel different levels of intensity of, let's say, company loyalty and might have a lot more 
stick to to jobs, even though those jobs might be killing them. So the millennials might have much more comfort with saying, you know, this job's not working, I'm just moving on. Whereas some of the older nurses might have a hard time doing that for various reasons that are enculturated over the span of their lifetime. So what I recommend is that rather than feeling anger or disappointment or resentment or impatience with your peers of different generations, you can choose to learn from one another instead. So if you're a millennial nurse and you notice there's this one nurse who's always ahead of you in the line to use, let's say, one of the computers in the nurse's station, and she's having a really hard time, or maybe there's a pharmacy robot that dispenses medications, and this particular nurse is always having a tough time using that robot. So rather than being irritated, or let's say showing your irritation, maybe you can offer to be a digital mentor to that person. Maybe you can take that person under your wing. They may be your senior in terms of how long they've been at the workplace, but you may be their senior in terms of your ability to use these technologies. So you can actually leverage your skills and rather than, let's say, marginalizing this person because she doesn't know how to use the electronics and the technologies like you do, why not take her under your wing and help her out? So on the other hand, if you're an older nurse, let's say you're an older boomer nurse, you're close to retirement, and you're sensing in yourself some resentment towards the younger nurses who seem to not want to give up their weekends to work extra shifts, or they are very resistant to switching shifts because they have other priorities outside of work that they feel are just as important or more important than work, maybe you can actually learn from those younger nurses about the importance of self-care and how to have really strong boundaries at work for yourself in terms of your personal life. There are lots of things for us to learn from one another, and we can mentor each other officially and unofficially. So let's say, let's use the notion of digital natives and digital immigrants. I have a link here in the show notes to a great article about those two groups from the Huffington Post. And the Huffington Post points out that not only do we have differences in our approaches to technology, but we also have differences in worldview. And like I said, we might have differences in terms of company loyalty and things like that, but we may have differences in view of the power and nature of institutions. We might see social media and connectivity in very different ways because some of us have grown up with that and some of us have had to get used to it along the way and some of us may never get used to it. You have to admit, there's some nurses out there who just don't want to touch those aspects of our culture. So let's say you're a young nurse and you were born into this world of social media, of YouTube, of citizen journalists, of Instagram, of digital connection and social media, and You've also been born into a world where major changes have occurred in terms of, let's say, race, gender identity, gender orientation. So younger workers have a much different worldview. They haven't lived through the changes that have led to these particular societal shifts, whereas the older workers have actually had to witness all of these shifts along the way. So there's a different historical and cultural perspective which can actually affect the way that we approach our work life. And I'm not saying either of these is good or bad. I'm just saying it's a fact of when you were born in the course of history. And 
no matter what this person feels or however they interact with the world, the workplace, with technology, it's not a character flaw. It's just a reality of when they were born and how they were raised and what they grew up being exposed to. So folks, speaking of technology, I want to take a pause for the cause of thanking our generous sponsor once again, my friends over at StaffGarden.com. I've been writing for Staff Garden for quite some time. I am really fond of the folks over there, and I really want you to give them some attention. So like I said earlier, they're a digital healthcare company, and they create really powerful partnerships with high-quality recruiters from some of the most progressive healthcare companies and employers in the country. So as a nurse, and this is only for nurses, by the way, you create a free, totally secure online e-portfolio. And Staff Garden shares those e-portfolios with employers only with your permission. So your e-portfolio exposes you to positions and opportunities that aren't necessarily going to be advertised anywhere else. If you want to see my e-portfolio, head over to staffgarden.com and we can make sure we connect you with my ePortfolio so you can take a look at it. I encourage you to utilize staffgarden.com in order to find amazing nursing opportunities. You don't have to pay anything. It is totally secure, I promise. Please check them out. They're also on Twitter and on Facebook. So visit staffgarden.com and see what they have to say and what they have to offer you in terms of these really great employment opportunities for nurses. So back to the issue at hand. We all know that bullying is a big issue in nursing and in healthcare. And bullying and harassment and discrimination often come from misunderstanding, they come from fear, and they come from resentment. Whether those emotions are founded in reality or not, that's what causes a lot of these difficult relationships and aberrant behaviors to occur. So imagine you're the sole baby boomer nurse on a unit that's staffed with nurses who are all millennial nurses, and they live and breathe technology. So you're that older nurse, and you've actually become the target of some bullying or maybe just low-level resentment and passive-aggressive behavior, which actually is a form of bullying. Or maybe you're a younger nurse, and you've come onto a unit where It's staffed by nurses who are, say, 20 years, 25 years your senior. So you're about 25 years old. All the other nurses are in their late 40s, 50s, or maybe early 60s. And those older nurses kind of view you with resentment or suspicion because you have these innovative ideas and you can hop on the computer and do almost anything. And they dismiss and rebuff you without even a thought and make you feel really isolated because... You're so different from all of them. So in either of these scenarios or any related scenarios, what we need is compassion and dialogue between these generations of nurses who are working together. We need to come together. We need to learn from one another. We don't need to bully and disregard one another just because we're different. So you've heard about cross-training where in different units or facilities, people learn various types of skills and responsibilities so that when one person is gone, someone else can take their place and cover for them. So 
Cross-training is great, but I think we also need cross-generational training, cross-generational learning, because if one segment of the staff are very good with technology and have a great facility with switching from one technology to another, from one platform to another, that generation of nurses and workers can help the elder generation also make that switch. So we can create formal mentoring programs, we can create informal mentoring relationships, and we can intelligently pair nurses together of different generations so they can get to know one another, appreciate one another, and learn from one another at the same time. So I want to ask you these questions. So how can you be more compassionate with your coworkers of different generations? How can you be more kind? How can you be more understanding? Are there ways that you can learn from your coworkers? And are there ways that you can teach your coworkers things that might not come naturally to them? Consider what does that older nurse who seems to not even be able to identify what a browser is, what does she have to teach you about nursing? What has she seen in her 50 years on the floor? What can you share with her about your experiences? And I want to give you a little cajoling here that when it comes to bullying, harassment, or other types of passive aggressive or actively aggressive behavior, if you notice one of your colleagues being, let's say, mistreated or ignored or marginalized by other members of your team, how can you intervene? How can you make peace? How can you make those other people see the value of that particular person? And consider what impact does that kind of mistreatment have on morale collectively? How does it affect the workplace culture and patient care? If a new nurse comes onto the scene and he or she sees you all treating another nurse in this way, what does it tell that nurse? How does that nurse need to defend him or herself? What do they need to be prepared for? When you're, let's say, a younger nurse on a unit and another younger nurse comes in, are you going to enculturate that younger nurse by spreading gossip and telling stories about how these older nurses aren't really pulling their weight technologically? Or let's say you're an older nurse on a unit and a younger nurse is hired. Are you going to whisper to your other peers who are your age, more or less, about how you know, you're not going to pay attention to that nurse? Are you going to make sure that nurse's new ideas aren't going to be instituted on the unit? What are you doing to perpetuate a negative culture? And what are you doing to perpetuate and change that culture to make it more positive? So what I want you to do is approach these generational differences with humor, with curiosity, and with gentleness. And authentic humility and the ability to view that person through the eyes of compassion. Rather than resentment, anger, disapproval, I want you to move into the direction of compassion and kindness for those other nurses, whether they're younger than you or older than you. So whether you're a staff nurse, you're a CNO, you're a nurse leader, you're administrator, you can have a really positive impact on your workplace's generational disparities if you're aware and you take positive conscious actions 
to correct those disparities and to bridge the generational gaps. So folks, I want to fight generational discrimination. I want to fight that rancor and I want to turn it around with kindness and authentic curiosity. We can mend the rifts between these generations of nurses rather than widen those rifts into huge yawning spaces that we can't span because there's so much resentment between us. We can learn and grow together and we can work together. If you think about it, when we create these kinds of positive cultures where there's cooperation, where there is kindness and compassion for one another across the generations and within the generations, it impacts patient care in a positive way. It impacts the bottom line because patient satisfaction is better. It decreases attrition of nurses and workers from the staff because everyone is happier and more satisfied in feeling like there's more unity and acceptance within the unit. So there's no reason not to practice these very positive ways of working together because it'll affect you, it'll affect everyone. So some of us are feeling impatient with other staff members and colleagues, and we can turn that impatience into compassion. And that's really what I want you to try to do. So folks, that was a little diatribe for me about generational differences. I've seen it on the ground. There are ways for us to change it. And I want to hear from you what you've seen. And I want to hear from you some stories. So you can hit me up at Keith at NurseKeith.com. Or you can give me a ring if you'd like or send me a text. I'd like to know what's going on with you. You can also tell a story on Facebook if you'd like and share on my page at Facebook.com forward slash NurseKeithCoaching. So I really appreciate you listening to episode 69. I hope this gave you some ideas and helped you feel uplifted or empowered or have some new way of looking at the world and looking at these generational differences in your workplace. I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and your career development. I want to thank again the good folks, my friends at staffgarden.com. Head over to staffgarden.com now and complete your free totally secure e-portfolio. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the capable and very wonderful Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Please visit him at thepodcastingguy.com and see the other podcasts that he edits and produces on a regular basis. Social media and promotion are handled for the Nurse Keith Show and Nurse Keith Coaching by the very capable and kind Mark Cappiespeason. I want to give a shout out to Mark and his wife, Sheila. They just had their first baby this past week. Her name is Samantha. We'll be posting some pictures of her soon. Many happy returns to Mark and Sheila and the birth of Samantha. Again, you can find me on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. Find me also on LinkedIn. Sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. You can leave me a voicemail right from nursekeith.com in the left-hand margin of the website. Please feel free to leave me a voicemail. I can actually play your questions or comments right here on the show. So if you leave one and you'd like me to play it on the show, please give me your permission there. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and fun and fulfilling than you ever imagined possible. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, and adios till episode 70.